0: But are you guys ready? Okay, yes. so this is exciting. Because 2018 is going to be gone in just a few hours for us in California time. Praise the Lord. 2019 is coming. Lord, help us tonight. We pray that you do great things right now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hold on. James Cadiz said something to you guys. <laughs> oh, I can't. It's a video. I can't, I can't show you, but I, I know James. He's telling you he loves you. It's a video of, I, I, yeah, maybe we'll post it later. Maybe I'll play it at the end. I, you can't see it. So here we are, New Year's Eve Prophecy Update. Let's go through some events of the year. Kavanaugh, remember that? Yeah. What a fiasco that was, right? I'm going to go through these pretty quick. Hollywood feminists promote Shout Your Abortion Book. All right, so this tells you, you know, you see what's going on, right? We can see the major problems. We have Drudge had this. This is a picture of America 2018, isn't it? We can see it building for several years. America, the radicalized. So you see both sides. You see this, you see that, you see this, and it. it we are radicalized. We're uh, man. We got challenges. Rabbi warns a biblical end times war in Israel that will be more hur- horrifying than anything you can imagine. Um, war on Christianity. China plans to rewrite the Bible to include Buddhist teachings which would infuse worship songs with Chinese elements. We're going to get to China in a few minutes because there's a lot that's going on in China that is going to happen here in America. Um, Shameful. Over 500 rockets were fired into Israel by Islamic terrorists in Gaza. And not one word of condemnation from the United Nations. Imagine that, right? So we're going to be looking at Israel. We'll get to this in a few minutes also. Um, Mini Ice Age looms. As NASA scientists warns, Lack of sunspots could bring record cold. I thought it was global warming. <laughs> Al Gore has said it's global warming. Now, this is NASA scientists, all right? This isn't Tom from Hemet saying this. These are NASA, so they've got a, a little bit of a problem here with their record-keeping, apparently. Uh, VeggieTales is racist and dangerous for children, California students claim. So this is one of those... We're just watching the wildest things, aren't we? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Did you see that? You know the old TV, uh, the, the program I made for TV, the movie, the 30-minute one? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was banned by some people because they said it was it was pro-bullying, and it was actually the opposite. I guess it was, it was poor Rudolph is what it was, because he was bullied by the other reindeer, remember? And then Santa was so mean, and Rudolph's dad is so mean. Just the wackiest things. Um, you, uh uh, what's that one song, a uh, Christmas song, this band like, over. baby it's cold outside, baby it's, you know. Just the absurd things that we are, you know, Veggie Tales, racist. I, I guess, I don't know, cucumber, I don't know, green, <laughs> green people or something, I don't know. Maybe it's vegetarians, I don't know. I have vegetarian friends, just to put that on the record, just so you know. Um, Texas mother to force healthy six-year-old son to undergo chemical castration she has decided that he wants to be a girl and her father his father is unable to stop that so this is the world so you think it's just crazy in california that says texas all these californians are going i'm going to texas where you don't have that kind of stuff well there you go (laughs) israeli experts pan chinese gene editing as drastic human experimentation okay let me explain this to you um We've been talking about gene editing at our prophecy updates for quite some time, and uh, the the uh, Pandora's box has been opened. Uh, what this Chinese uh, scientist has done is he has he edited the genes of two babies. Uh, two girls are born with edited genes. Now you might be thinking, well, what's the big deal? This is an enormous deal scientists around the world have said we cannot let anyone ever do this. So this is a rogue scientist who decided he was going to do it. So what it means is these two girls their genes have been edited forever. Every offspring that they ever have and those offspring of the offspring of the offspring are forever have these edited genes. It cannot be changed. It's impossible to change it. That is radical. So the problem is also you can buy one of these gene editing kits online for just a couple hundred bucks. It gets. It, it, what's even more alarming is this scientist in particular um, is the one that's known about. And as I was reading articles, they said there could be a thousand scientists out there like this that we just don't even know about yet. So you, you think of the Bible as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Uh, of man, there is um, those who are concerned that with the times of Noah, you had these creatures that were alive that were not normal, um, and called Nephilim. Now, I'm not going to get into that, and I have friends that believe it, and I'm not, not going to the Nephilim. Um, but you have this weird gene editing. And this is, the, the, this, the uh, uh, UC Berkeley had um, really done a lot of the research on this back in 2012, but now somebody has actually done it. And you can start to create, edit out certain things, edit in certain things. You can start to create an animal or a beast or something. So we live in precarious times. But the genie's uh, genie's been let out of the bottle, so to speak. This isn't a good genie. You know why? Because the heart of men is deceitful and wicked. And what could be used for something good, we know will be used for something not good. So that's over in China. Uh, Newt Gingrich says, 2019 will be a wild ride. These past events prove it. Uh, 2019 indeed will be a wild ride. Uh, Your body is no longer yours. Australia has become the first country to microchip its citizens. We are going to get into technology in just a few minutes. Orwellian, Apple monitors your phone, your phone calls and emails, then calculates a trust score just like the communist Chinese government, it's happening now in America. Uh, then then we're, get, like, so we're gonna get to technology in a couple of minutes, because the big deals tonight, I'm talking about technology, China, and uh, Jerusalem. Um, next crash will be worse than the Great Depression, say the experts. Um, with that, we're not gonna get into the economy tonight, but I do know that with the economy, we've been watching the stock market have all kinds of downs lately, a little bit of ups. Uh, I do know that during the tribulation period, there will be a great economic crash. I know that because of what the Bible tells me in Revelation chapter 6, but I'm not going to get into the economy tonight. What I really want to focus on is the three things I mentioned, the technology, the Chinese government, what's happening there, which actually applies to the world, uh, the globalist agenda, so, uh, and uh, Jerusalem, Um, and then this is along the lines of technology and the globalist. Big Brother is watching. All right, so I'm gonna show you a video. The video is three minutes and 15 seconds long. It'll help you to understand a few things, but not everything we're gonna talk about tonight. So you ready, this is regarding technology. I'll be back up in three minutes and 16 seconds.
1: Customer pilots directed almost 3,000 precision strikes last year. We're super proud of it. It allows you to separate the bad guys from the good. It's a big deal but we have something much bigger. Your kids probably have one of these, right? Not quite. (laughs) Hell of a pilot? No. That skill is all AI. It's flying itself. Its processor can react a hundred times faster than a human. The stochastic motion is an anti-sniper feature. Just like any mobile device these days, it has cameras and sensors. And just like your phones and social media apps, it does facial recognition. Inside here is three grams of shaped explosive. This is how it works. Did you see that? That little bang is enough to penetrate the skull and destroy the contents. They used to say guns don't kill people, people do. Well, people don't. They get emotional disobey orders, aim high. Let's watch the weapons make the decisions. Now trust me, these were all bad guys. Now that is an airstrike of surgical precision. It's one of a range of products. Trained as a team, they can penetrate buildings, cars, trains, evade people, bullets, pretty much any countermeasure. They cannot be stopped. Now, I said this was big. Why? Because we are thinking big. Watch. A $25 million order now buys this. Enough to kill half a city, the bad half. Nuclear is obsolete. Take out your entire enemy, virtually risk-free. Just characterize him, release the swarm, and rest easy. Dumb weapons drop where you point them. Smart weapons consume data. When you can find your enemy using data, even by a hashtag, you can target an evil ideology right where it starts.
0: So there you go. Enough said. So here's the scoop on that video. That video was made um, with, from everything I understood, with the intent for people to understand the direction that everything is going. If the genie gets out of the bottle because uh, AI, artificial intelligence, um, has that ability now to be able to communicate with itself. So the problem is you go back to what's happening with the gene editing, this rogue scientist in China that has now edited two baby girls, uh, their genes. Um, It's just a matter of time before a rogue dictator gets a hold of this artificial intelligence, starts using it for their purposes. So that's a video of uh, what could happen. I believe it's a video of what will happen, because I know the direction that things are going to go, and we already know that the technology is here. So with that, uh, we're going to look at these things tonight. Uh, We're going to look at some specifics, but we don't have a lot of time because... Like you, it's New Year's Eve, I have things to do, places to go, and people to see. And so uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, nor too much of my time, but I want us to understand some things. So it was Sir Isaac Newton that is purported to have said about the time of the end, a body of men will be raised up who will turn their attention to the prophecies, he meant biblical prophecies, and insist upon their literal interpretation in midst of much clamor and Opposition. Uh, I believe he was he hit the nail right on the head. Um, and that was done a long time ago, centuries ago, when he said that. I look at it, and there are people that want to know the truth, and there are people who actually go to church and teach in churches that say you need to ignore these things. Uh, and so there are men and women that have raised up, said, no, we need to take this literally. This is the direction it's going. That video you watched, uh, this is the technology of the book of Revelation And uh, we are going that way regardless of what other people are saying that that are taught in churches. No, these things need to be ignored. Uh, They're wrong. Um, And uh, we are pressing toward that time when the Lord Jesus Christ is going to be soon coming. 2018 was the most incredible year. I would say it's an amazing year. We live in amazing days. But I'm reminded of the words of the prophet Daniel that was told by the angel that at the time of the end, Specifically, that says this in Daniel chapter 12. The wicked will continue to do wickedly and they will not understand. Daniel is writing specifically about events, prophetic events of the last days. In other words, those who don't know the Lord, don't want to know the Lord, will see the events that are happening. They won't be able to make any sense of them. They're going to know there's a drastic problem, but they're going to choose to ignore it. But then Daniel went on and he said right after that, however the wise will understand. In other words, those who are looking to the word, as Isaac Newton said, are going to look at it and they're going to get it. They're going to go, aha, this makes sense. Amos the prophet wrote this regarding the prophetic events and the coming of the Lord. He said that God does nothing unless he first reveals it through the prophets. So with that, I'm just going to read a few verses from Matthew chapter 24 and then get launching. In Matthew chapter 24, uh, the disciples of Jesus asked him, uh, when will these things be? In other words, the destruction of the temple. And what is the sign of your coming? In other words, when are you coming back? What's the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And Jesus answered, he said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. So deception would be one big sign. For many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many. And then he said this, so Jesus didn't give him just one sign, but many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Lawlessness will abound, and the love of many will be cold. When you see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, know this, whoever reads, let him understand. Let those who are on Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is in his housetop, on his housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back or get his clothes. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Pray that your flight will not be on the Sabbath. And Jesus gave a whole lot of other signs in there. It's just a few of them. And for the sake of time, we're only going to look at a few of them. Uh, He's talking about Jerusalem. Uh, When he talks about the abomination of desolation, he's talking about uh, the Antichrist who's going to stand in the temple and proclaim that he is God and demand to be worshipped as God. Uh, And he's talking about all of these various signs that are happening. Um, With this, I'm only going to ask two questions and answer two questions for our time here this evening. The first one is this, what are some of the signs of the last days and I will get specific based on the words of Jesus. But before we go there, know what signs are. If you've been following my prophecy messages for a while, I like to talk about signs. So uh, we know what signs do. They tell us to stop, don't enter, speed limit, um, no trucks, no bikes, yield, railroad crossing, uh, whatever it is, one-way road, you know, whatever it is, right? Signs tell us what lies ahead. St- signs tell us what to expect. Signs tell us whether or not we should proceed, whether or not we should not proceed. Signs tell us if you're hungry, you should stop and eat. Right? So you get McDonald's, KFC, it's 5.54, I'm usually eating by now. You got Chipotle, Taco Bell, Red Lobster, woo Science Signs tell us things we need to know. Signs tell us we need to make adjustments. If I'm hungry i got to pull off the freeway and go to one of those places and get something to eat. God's Word is the same way. He gives us all these signs. 108 uh, signs of the first coming of Jesus Christ were given. 108 of those prophetic signs were fulfilled. 100% of the signs of Jesus' first coming were fulfilled. Joel Rosenberg says there's eight times as many signs of the second coming as there were of his first. And guess what? 100% of those signs are going to be fulfilled. And we are watching everything fall into place uh, just as uh, as we sit here. Um, Jesus told us to watch and be ready. He told us to watch and pray. We're told in the New Testament don't be caught unaware. In the Old Testament, we're told that we need to be watchmen. Why would give Jesus give us signs if he didn't want us to watch, if he didn't want us to be ready, even when he tells us to watch and be ready? He gave us signs so we could tell what the days are like in which we live so with that let's go through some of the signs of the second coming of the messiah one of them is wars and rumors of wars so jesus said in matthew 24 verse 8 that the signs that i'm giving you are the beginning of sorrows if you understand much about bible prophecy you know that that term is a reference to women who are in travail women who are pregnant a beginning of sorrows it means Um, uh, as a woman is about ready to give birth, her uh, birth pangs increase in frequency and intensity the closer you get to that age. So Jesus said, uh, these signs, he says this in Matthew chapter 24, uh, these signs always shall be, but these are, however, the beginning of sorrow. So you're also going to have wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and earthquakes, but in the last days, these things will increase like birth pangs upon a pregnant woman. That is what most of you are probably thinking right now. It seems like 2018, it just got, started getting out of hand. It's like everywhere you turn, there's just more and more signs. That's the reference Jesus is making. So when you see of wars and rumors of wars, and you get to the last days, it's no longer, it went from uh, clubs and bows and arrows and, and, uh, uh, and muskets and, and different kinds of weapons and swords to the place where, then then to tanks, and then to airplanes. Uh, Now you have drones, uh, and you have the threat of nuclear war. So it has gone from this, it has just exploded in a sense of pregnancy signs. Uh, Countries are threatening to eliminate each other with nuclear war, and there are many people that are fearful that a nuclear war is going to happen. But with that, with wars and rumors of wars, one of the specific wars of the last days is Ezekiel chapter 38 war. Uh, Many of you are familiar with it. So let me uh, bring it up here and show you something here. So in Ezekiel chapter 38, if you're not familiar with it, there are countries that are mentioned in the last days that are going to come and do battle on the mountains of Israel. So the mountains of Israel that's referred to in Ezekiel 38 is the area of the Golan Heights. So I'm going to show you this, because this is going to be significant in about 10 more minutes. This is the uh, Golan Heights right here. That's the tip of Israel. Uh, the United Nations says it's occupied territory. Um, the United Nations is the United nothing. It's the United nonsense. Um, but anyways, that's what they say. And, and so much of the world believes that, that the Jews shouldn't have that land. I mean, look at, look at all these countries that are surrounding them. And the Jews shouldn't have that tiny piece of land there. Nevertheless, uh, Ezekiel 38, Russia, along with Turkey, and along with Iran... And then other countries that are listed by their previous names are going to come and attack Israel, right? So that's what we see happening here. And they're going to attack them on the northern mountains of Israel, on the Golan. Now this is significant. Here's Syria. Syria is in the news every single day. Nobody used to care about Syria. Now they do. Why? Russia is in Syria. Turkey is there. Iran is there. And they're all right in this area. Turkey's all over the place, but they're also trying to defend themselves. But you have, and you know, ISIS was used to get so many countries into Syria. What's happened now? Uh, The United States, Trump said, we are going to get out of, um, we're going to get out of Syria. Now this becomes really significant because in Ezekiel 38, the Bible's very clear that no one is going to come to the defense of Israel, when they're invaded by Russia, Turkey, and Iran, and the other troops with them. Nobody's going to come to their defense. Right now, with the United States in Syria, the thought was there's no way anybody's going to do anything. But now the Trump administration is pulling out of Syria. They're saying our mission here is done with ISIS. We're pulling out. Um, I've said for the last uh, year and a half or so, as long as Trump is president, uh, this war of Ezekiel 38 isn't going to happen because... Uh, he'll make sure that Israel is defended. But what we it appears what we are watching is we're starting to watch that defense be pulled back of Israel from the United States. In fact, at best, the United States, along with Saudi Arabia and others, becomes a protester and says, why are you invading Israel? So that's the war of Ezekiel chapter 38. And I look at it and I find it, I find it significant. Here's another reason why it's significant. God wants to defend Israel. God doesn't want any nation, including the United States, to take the glory and say, we defended Israel, this is why you won. That's why Israel is going to be standing all alone when that battle happens. Nevertheless, that is a big battle. It is a war. It is specific. Ezekiel 38 and 39, those nations will come against Israel on, again, I want you to note, on the mountains of Israel. Very specific. That's on the northern territory. The battle is also coming from the north, hence Syria. uh, It's not not, uh, a clinky dink that these things happen to be lining up. What else? uh, Nation against nation. Jesus, there will be wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation. Uh, The term nation comes from the Greek word uh, ethnos. We get our English word ethnic, and that simply means people group. Uh, People group against people group is what Jesus was saying. This has exploded like birth pangs upon a pregnant woman. It used to be a, uh, perhaps a racial group against a racial group in America or, or whatever part of the world. These things have always been going on, always been going on. Jesus said in the last days these things would increase, like birthdays, right? So now what are we watching? It, it's not just uh, color of skin. Um, we are watching what's going on over in Europe, um, uh, specifically France and the Yellow Jackets and, and the massive protests People, there's a there's a nationalistic movement going on in Europe just like there is here in America. And you have the globalists versus the nationalists. And in France they've had these major riots. Uh, the gas tax went up um, and people rioted. Now now we're from California. I believe most of you are from California. Not everybody in here is from California. I met some of you earlier, not everybody online is from California. But in California, I can't figure it out. I have not met a person yet that said, please raise my taxes on gas. And yet when we voted, we voted for a tax hike. How did that happen? I mean, who would do that? Even in French, they have enough sense to say, uh-uh, we ain't going for this. In California, sure, raise our taxes on gas. That's why people are moving to Texas. They're fed up with these. I mean, who, who actually would vote for that? If you did, you want higher taxes on gas. Oh, my goodness. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, let's move on. So we have, we have people group against people group. In America, uh, the U.S. and Mexico border. Um, so we have this migrant walk, that march that was coming from South America uh, in Tijuana, right? Everybody's camping in Tijuana right now, and, which has caused a lot of problems for Tijuana. Uh, somebody called this the George Soros Caravan Express, because the reality is somebody had to fund this. And and, um, and uh, you know it's a strange world that we live in. Uh, never before in the history of the world has there been a time where the masses are calling for no borders. Every nation has borders. Every nation does. Uh, the Muslim nations have borders. In fact, cross them and find out what happens. Right? China has borders. Every nation in the world has borders. Suddenly, the United States. It's not allowed to have borders. I, f- I find this uh, most significant. The Vatican has borders. I was just at the Vatican a few weeks ago. There's borders. There's a wall there. Um, so you start looking at things. When we entered into Germany, you went through a check. At least I did. Maybe it's because I was an American. I don't know. But you look at these things, you go, this is just nuts. But within it, there's, been, uh, there's even been terrorists that have been found within the, the migrant watch uh, walk. And, and we start seeing these things. And you're thinking, wow, this is just uh, kind of crazy, some of the things that are taking place. But again, what are we watching? We're watching people group against people group. And it's so massive now, like pregnancy pains, right? It's so massive now that what's taking place, is not city against city or neighborhood against neighborhood. Entire continents, entire continents are changing their face because of people group against people group, nation against nation nation it is just amazing days that uh we that we live in uh, so we have wars and rumors of wars nation against nation great earthquakes in various places i don't have enough time to get into this but we have all kinds of earthquakes that are happening all kinds of volcanoes that are starting to happen and we're watching them where people are going man what in the world is going on they're happening jesus said they're going to happen some people in north dakota and oklahoma blame fracking for the, the earthquakes in various places Because Jesus said they'd be in various odd places. Places they weren't normal before. And they say, well, it's because of fracking. That's the reason why. I want to say, well, how did Jesus know about fracking? Jesus is the one who predicted there could be earthquakes in various places. That's what's even more remarkable to me. Uh, Famines. Pestilence. These things are only... uh, By the way, keep an eye on Ebola. I'll give more of that in prophecy updates coming up. Um, Jerusalem will be owned by... The Jews, uh, but Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles. Man, I, I'm doing everything I can to get you out on time. You might be a few minutes over. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. All right. It'll be owned by the Jews, it'll be trampled by the Gentiles. So let's think of it. Uh, there's Jerusalem, right? Um, that gold dome is a little bit of a problem in case you haven't figured that out yet. That's on the Temple Mount. Um, that's a great picture, though. You see the Israeli flag and in the, in, in the gold dome there. But why is Jerusalem such a problem? Why is Israel such a problem? Israel, uh, so here, this is, here's the West Bank, right? Here's Gaza. Up here is the Golan Heights, all considered occupied territory by the UN. But if you've been following my uh, studies for long, you know that Israel is a very tiny country. So it makes no sense when you see such a tiny country why is it such a, uh, a pain in the side of the globalists and a pain in the side of the UN? So there it is, right? You see, you see uh, Israel right there. See how, how big it is? That is massive. <laughs> why is it that all these nations want to eliminate Israel? It's, it's, it's a strange thing. And why is it that the UN says uh, the Jews have too much land over there? You know, it, um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, in this past year, though, with the U.S. Embassy has been official. The move from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, uh, as Donald Trump made sure that he made that announcement. It was December of 2017. He said, I'm going to do it. And then we have uh, the move of the U.S. Embassy. It became official in 2018. I think it's a very remarkable thing. And let me tell you why before we move on on this. Uh, God says his capital is Jerusalem. Zion is my capital. Zion, as far as God can see, Zion is the the center of the world. It's the apple of his eye. And the Jews are the chosen people. If you want to argue with me about that, I'm not going to waste my time arguing. Just look at your Bible. Um, and, And God chose them. He gave them land, and he also chose them for the Messiah to come from the Jewish people. So it's very obvious. We have a, Jesus is Jewish. Uh, he was a Jewish man. And we have a Jewish book. Um, but you look at it, and God, I look at it this way, this, that God wanted to make sure that the world knew that Jerusalem belonged to the Jews, and it was his place, and he gave it to the Jews. And he used Donald Trump to be a real thorn in the side of the globalists to say, Jerusalem is it. And man, the world gets all upset over that. Now here's, now here's something else. I said, this is significant. I said, keep in mind that the Golan Heights, northern part of Israel, is occupied territory according to the UN also. Donald Trump administration has currently said, no, we're going to name the Golan Heights as Israeli territory. I think this is, this is interesting too, because God says in Ezekiel chapter 38, the, the battle of Russia... Iran and Turkey coming to Israel is going to be on the mountains of Israel. He doesn't say on the mountains of the occupied territory. He says it's going to happen on the mountains of Israel. And I look at it and I go, God. I look at all of these things. Will Trump do it? I don't know. But I see everything coming together at the same time. And God seems to be making a point, including making sure that Jerusalem is, uh, is, is, is by a man, moving a man a man's hand to say Jerusalem is the capital of the Jews is really a remarkable thing. Uh, with that, when you think of Israel as such a tiny country, um, yet uh, you look at the UN, resolutions against Israel, s- over 700. UN resolutions against Hamas, the terrorist group, zero. Why is that? God said that the, that the whole world would be against Israel, Zechariah chapter 12, in in the last days, and we can see it going that way. This is in the news today. American-Palestinian reportedly gets life sentence for selling land to a Jew. Could you imagine that? Selling your property to a Jewish person so you get a life sentence? Anti-Semitism is alive and well. And then there's this. uh, UN envoy, Trump peace plan completed to be unveiled in early 2019. Will it be? I don't know. But I look at this, and I do know this. The Antichrist is going to confirm a, a covenant of peace with Israel and with the Jews for a period of seven years, and he's going to break that covenant at three-and-a-half-year period. Did Pastor Tom just say that Donald Trump is the Antichrist? No, I did not. <laughs> what I did say, the Antichrist will confirm a covenant. The wording of Daniel chapter 9 implies there's a covenant in place, And the Antichrist is going to come along and make it work. He's going to make it strong. There's going to be a plan that's already laid out. It's already on the table. And then he comes from the outside. The Antichrist does. He says, let's make this work, at least for a period of three and a half years. Um, But So I I look at Israel. It's such a tiny place. Why does it bother so many people? Uh, It's a spiritual battle. Uh, the The enemy of our souls knows, if you were at our church yesterday morning, I mentioned this. Satan knows this: that if he can eliminate the Jewish people and eliminate the land of the, 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 the country of Israel, that the Messiah has no Jewish people to return to, but Jesus says I'm going to return back to them, and they will worship me, and they will say, "Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord." And Satan knows, well, I've got to get rid of the Jewish people, then he can't come back, and I can prove Jesus a liar. Guess what? It ain't going to happen but he's doing everything he can to get rid of Israel and to get rid of the Jews. Listen, listen, there's there's so many more things I'd like to talk about right now. The the push to build another temple in Jerusalem, that thing is going full steam ahead. Um, The sacrifices of animals in Jerusalem, getting ready to sacrifice them on the altar. I wish I had time to talk about that tonight. It is just unbelievable the things that are happening. There are hotel rooms that are being built so fast in Jerusalem to get Jews there, not just tourists. We have to book our hotel rooms out way out in advance now, two years in advance to get our rooms in, in Israel now because the rooms are booked by so many people coming from all over the world but the jews in israel want to build hotel rooms just to get more jews there and the purpose is they want to get a train from the airport of tel aviv all the way to jerusalem to their hotel room just so they can worship at the temple that is coming that they're already thinking man we are going this direction let's start planning toward that so this whole thing is moving forward and i'm telling you man we live in exciting days and they're even practicing uh, the, the, the animal sacrifices already practicing them, amazing. Not on the not on the altar yet, the official altar. But everything's heading that way. Then you look at this: the time of God's outpouring of grace on the Gentiles will come to an end. How do I know that? Because uh, uh, Romans chapter eleven tells me this: that the time of the Je- blindness of part has happened to Israel until the time of the Gentiles is full the time of the Gentiles is coming to an end. I can see it. I can see more Jews' eyes being uh, uh, opened up to who Yeshua is, the Lord Jesus Christ as Messiah. And I'm also watching more and more problems within Gentile churches and people rejecting Bible prophecy of saying you don't really need to know Jesus. No, Jesus is just one of many. Uh, Mocking the things that are in the Bible, saying you can't really accept the Bible as being true. Um, and, And And I was talking with, this happened in a couple of different conversations I had over the past week with some uh, Christians I know and respect a lot. And they both said that, used the exact same terminology. They say, You know what I'm really witnessing? God in the church right now is separating the sheep from the goats. The people within the churches and then churches that are genuinely about the Lord and the Bible being separated. The sheep and the goats are being separated. The time of the Gentiles. Uh, God's outpouring of grace on the Gentiles will come to an end and folks it looks like that door may be starting to close Uh, there will be signs in the sun the moon and the stars weather will become unhinged the sea and the waves will be roaring Uh, what else men will be so fearful of what is happening that their hearts will fail uh, from uh, the fear and expectations uh, of what's coming on the planet Uh, there will be distress of nations Uh, Nations will be perplexed because their leaders will be confused on how to fix the world's problems and disasters of all different sorts. Technology will be so advanced that nobody will be able to buy or sell anything without receiving the mark of the beast. And there will be a globalist government with complete totalitarian rule. Uh, So let me camp here for about five minutes, all right? You Look at these things. We obviously can't. Get into all these different signs, but these are just a few of the over 800 prophecies that the Bible gives us about the last day. So consider some of these things. Experts say China's social credit scheme is to go worldwide. Um, How many of you have heard of China's social credit scheme? It's finally, that's some of you, it's not a lot, uh, it's finally starting to be reported on mainstream media, which is uh, incredible. We've been talking about it here for quite some time. So what is it? Well, you think of of us, if you want to buy a house or a car or a credit card, uh, you want to get one of those things, you need to get your credit run, there's a credit score, right? So in China, they have a social credit system, uh, not for uh, getting a car, although it will affect whether or not you can get a car. How the social credit system works is this. Uh, On the left side, it's all about your bills, paying your bills on time, that type of thing, right? Right? These are three different columns. At the bottom it says it goes into your traditional input on your social credit. Up here in the middle column, adherence to traffic rules. Social credit. And there ever run a stop sign? Okay. Um, Adherence to family planning limits. No, these are real, right? Payment for public transportation. Academic honesty. Uh, I wonder what happened with Elizabeth Warren and her I'm an Indian. I don't know. Academic honesty. A volunteer activity, are you, do you actually volunteer to the state? Filial piety, criminal record. Uh, look over here last column, interactions with other internet users. I'm telling you, if you believe in Jesus and Bible prophecy, you're in trouble. Uh, reliability of information posted or reposted online. In other words, fake news. Uh, shopping habits. So all these things go into the social credit system um i believe it's china's gonna have 800 million cameras countrywide nationwide by 2020 they're watching you everywhere i've talked to people from over there and they say they are everywhere you are being watched right so we have that going on Uh, but it's not just in china where these things are happening uh venezuela is releasing an ID card that can track and punish its citizens. I read this, and it really has to do with the same idea as taking China's idea and saying, hey, let's input that in our country, too. What else do we have? Uh, Then we have this. You go from there into technology. Uh, UK firms are ready to microchip thousands of employees. Um, I I look at here, I want to stop here for just a second, say it's about technology and microchipping employees. I personally, some of, this, some of you are going to get really offended at this. Um, a technology is not evil in and of itself. It's the use of it, right? So, hey, you know what? My dog has a chip, right? So, if I got my, I, just saying this, just don't throw things at me, and right? You know, <laughs> I've thought through this probably more than almost everybody I know. Um, if I were to take a microchip right now on my right hand or my forehead, and all my information was in there. That is not the mark of the beast. All right, Because Revelation 13, you receive a mark on your right hand or forehead. That's not the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is when you, uh, you consciously decide, I am going to worship the Antichrist, therefore you receive the mark of the beast on your right hand or forehead at that time. The technology that we have is going to be used against you to control what you can do whether or not you can buy or sell. So we have the social credit system which is already determining where you can go. The social credit system allows the Chinese government to say, hey, you can't get on a train, Um, your kids aren't going to be able to go to a particular school. Those things are already being implemented. If you go to a church that's not a state-run church, you're in the bad part of the social credit system in China right now. Um, uh, Chinese churches are being burnt down and and they're being arrested and uh, tortured. The Christians are. But the technology is here, but this technology is going to be used to advance the system of the Antichrist. Again, Revelation 13 says that no one may be able to buy or sell unless he worships the, uh, worships the beast and receives the mark of his name, uh, the number of his name, is 666, uh, on their right hand or on their forehead. But it's at that time when it comes to worshiping the Antichrist. So I happen to know I'm safe right now. And an employee right now getting a chip is still safe. But that technology will be used against you. Uh, Angela Merkel, here's why. Here's why there's such a problem with the technology, with what's going on in China. And this is why, this is why you have the globalists and the nationalists. Um, what, most people have a nation, they, say, they would say, yeah, I'm a patriot of my nation, whatever my nation is. Now it's become a bad thing. Uh, here's why. Angela Merkel tells us, nation states must give up sovereignty to uh, uh, the new world order. This is Bible 101. Bible Prophecy 101. I want to say this before I move on too. uh, There's many people in the United States that come from a globalist side that say the United States should not be the police force of the world because we really are. What they don't realize is if it's not the United States doing what we're doing, guess what? It is this global, this this globalist big brother movement that is described as this massive beast with the beast, the Antichrist, at the top of it that is going to be extremely crushing. All your rights are going to be gone. Your freedom is going to be gone. And you saw that drone video earlier. That is the direction this whole thing is going. So people are already willing to surrender everything to what Angela Merkel from Germany is saying, this is the direction we want to go. We, we want this kind of police state, but I don't even know if they realize what they're actually saying. Okay, let me go to this. Just connect some dots for those of you who uh, haven't uh, heard about this already. I can't read this whole article, um, uh, uh, but I'll read a little bit of it. Um, this is written by matt ward i've shared it here on a sunday night not too long ago but he said this the technological innovations described in this article are widely believed to be those that will occur in only the next five years mostly by 2022 that's three years from now right by the end of this year 2018 by the end of tonight it is estimated that up to 90 percent of all people in western countries will have truly unlimited free mass data storage everybody says woohoo right this means more data than ever is now being created and your data will be kept in perpetuity ooh see there's a catch to everything by 2022 it's estimated that one trillion sensors from all across the globe will be connected to the internet the world really is getting smaller and smaller and our place to hide in it has almost disappeared. From the clothes that we all wear, even down to the ground that we walk on, it is all going to be connected to the Internet. This means that people will have every single facet of their lives monitored, recorded, and endlessly analyzed remotely. And guess what? you got the, you, you got all kinds of listening devices and watching devices in your homes. Uh, but this is about to become even more concerning. He continues. By 2023, scientists and sociologists believe, that's only four years, that 80% of all the people on this planet will have some form of digital presence. According to a recently published report, digital life is becoming inextricably linked with a person's physical life. So important is this digital online life that it is widely accepted that very soon a person in the very short-term future will not be able to buy or sell. If they do not have even a basic digital presence, this is only by 2023. They believe that this threshold may be reached at some point within, uh, by 2022. <sighs> very, very soon, he writes, the whole world will really be as one digitally. Nobody will be able to escape from it soon, The means to analyze your personal data will become more widely available. It will begin to be used against you. Of that, there is no doubt. Mass data means that we can never escape from what we have written, posted, emailed, what we have bought and from where, our loans, our debts, our paychecks, what we have messaged. Every single piece of data that exists out there on us can and will soon be brought to bear against us. There is nowhere to hide. He writes, I have said Uh, before that the technology revealed in revelation is the technology of now it is not the technology of 2040 the tribulation isn't going to be 20 years time the tribulation is going to be soon really soon we are about to reach a technological tipping point one that nobody on this earth is going to be able to escape from jesus must literally be standing at the door Uh, i look at these things and i think man this is just unbelievable But this is the world in which we live. Let's get to the last thing because I really got to wrap it up. If someone is paying attention to the biblical signs, when can they expect these things to take place? I say soon and very soon. Uh, In the book of Revelation chapter 1, the Bible says this, as John is asking about the signs and John is told by the angel, let me show you things which must shortly take place. Now, word shortly doesn't mean in five years. So this is written, uh, revelation was written in in the year 90, so uh, what, uh, 1,900 and some years ago. Um, The word shortly didn't mean it was going to happen within 100 years. The word shortly comes from this Greek word, tacos. Uh, It gives us our English word, tachometer, and it simply means this. Uh, The tachometer is that device on on your instrument panel, on your car. You know, you have your odometer, it tells you how many miles you go. The tachometer tells you how fast your engine is going, revolutions per minute. When you step on the gas, especially if you have like a four-cylinder, it goes wing, 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 like that, right? (laughs) And you see your tachometer just shoot from like 800, all of a sudden it shoots to 6,000. That's what a tachometer does. This is what Jesus was saying. Let me show you what must shortly take place. Once the events begin to happen, they're going to happen. Once they start super fast, like birth pains upon a pregnant woman. Uh, think of it like this. One more illustration, and we'll get to the end. If you're going from San Diego, San Francisco, because most of us in here are from California, so we get this, we can get this on the 5 freeway, we understand. Uh, when you start in San Diego, you're not going to see very many signs that say San Francisco, X amount of miles. But as you continue to get closer and closer to San Francisco, what do you see? You start to see signs. You'll see 300 miles away. You'll see 200 miles away right as you get closer it's the exact same way with the prophetic signs of the second coming of Christ when you get close to downtown San Francisco guess what's gonna happen all of a sudden you're gonna start to see signs San Francisco exit whatever it exit is 20 miles 10 miles 5 miles 4 miles 3 miles 2 and a half miles 1 and a half miles 1 mile half mile exit now right and the next thing you know, you exit and you are in it and there's this building and there's that building and there's, this, and there's that place to eat that you were looking for. That's where we are on the timeline. We're looking at it and the signs are everywhere around us. And folks, we really need to be paying attention. Elsewhere in the Bible, the, uh, the Bible tells us the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night, so you better be ready, as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. Um, and when I start putting all of these things together... You can't put all the Bible together without thinking about Israel, all right? So I'm going to give me, will you give me five more minutes? Just about Israel, okay. Israel, because Israel is the timepiece, Israel is the bullseye, Israel is the thermometer when it comes to all the other Bible prophecy events. All the other events could take place if the Jews weren't back in the land and if Israel wasn't a nation again. Um, All the other events could take place, but we wouldn't have any idea... Of the time frame we live with the return of Christ, but with the Jews being back in the land, we look at everything else going on and like birth pangs, and we go, "Wow!" Even at the doors, so Israel must exist for the Antichrist to confirm a treaty for seven years of peace regarding a division of Jerusalem. That's Bible prophecy. The Jews must be gathered in Israel again in order to build the temple where the Antichrist will sit and proclaim to be God. Uh, The Jews must be gathered in Israel again and begin animal sacrifices. Uh, The Jews in Israel must exist when they are forced from Jerusalem to flee to the wilderness. The Jews must be in the land of Israel for the battle of Gog and Magog to take place in the last days. The Jews must be gathered back in Israel so Jesus can rescue her at the end of the great tribulation period. Uh, the Jews must be back in Israel again as a nation because God said he would honor his name and make Israel a nation again. Uh, if the Jews must be back in Israel a second time because that's what the Bible says. So you see, you look at all of the signs that Jesus talks about and all the signs in Old and New Testament. These are only a fraction of some of the signs, but I'm going to give you one last one. Okay, you ready for this one? Because this to me is just absolutely off the charts Is from Luke chapter 21. I'm going to read this to you. These are the words of Jesus, not the words of me. All right? Jesus said this. If there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. Why would Jesus give us signs if he didn't want us to pay attention? There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the earth, distress of nations. With perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts will fail them from the fear and expectation of things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when you see these things begin to happen, look up because your redemption draws near. And then Jesus spoke them a parable. Look at the fig tree, he said, and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Okay, got that? The fig tree is the nation of Israel. Get this. This is from an article that appeared back in the summertime. Iran admits that they will fight Israel from Lebanon and 100,000 missiles are aimed directly at the Jewish state from its northern border. Uh, the northern border again, right? Bogolan. Iranian Revolutionary Guard Deputy Commander Hussein Salami promised to fight Israel from Lebanese soil, the Middle East Research Institute reported. Speaking at an Al-Quds Day event in Mashhad, Iran, Salami explained his rationale for destroying the state of Israel. He also explained that the problem of the state of Israel's existence could be solved primarily by using the mighty power of the Iranian-backed Hezbollah terror terror group. Quote from him. Now remember, Jesus said, when you see the fig tree, right? Seventy years have passed since the policy of England and America planted in the Islamic world an accursed and criminal tree, Israel. I find that really significant that God uses a man named Donald Trump to move the embassy to Jerusalem. That God puts it in the mind of this man from the Iranian revolutionary group to say, call Israel a tree. Now, whoops, I just smushed a bunch of communion elements. <laughs> hey, it's one way to get those cups open. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, now I know which one I'm going to use. So, uh... uh but Jesus said this, he said, when you see the fig tree and all the trees, right? Uh, so you look at trees, you, you're, it applies nations. So you have Russia, Gog Magog, uh, you have uh, the European Union, which will be eventually become the revived Roman Empire. But when I think of it, I think specifically the nations surrounding the nation of Israel that hate the nation of Israel, right? Right? So, you start looking at these things. What do we have with all the, if Israel's a tree, all the trees must be these other nations? Israel's established in 1948, um, Egypt 1922, Iraq 1932, Jordan 1946. You see the time frame? Uh, Pakistan 1947, Lebanon 1943, Syria 1945, recognized as a nation 1961, Persia name changed to Iran in 1935. So you look at this and you think, well, wait a minute, Jesus said, when you see the fig tree and all the trees, when they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near, assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. The fig tree and all the trees. So somebody will argue with me, yeah, the reason why these nations all came about at the same time is because of the British mandate. I would say, well, how did Jesus know about the British mandate? When, 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 any, when nations are formed, that's how nations are formed, whether by war or whether by agreement or whatever it is, that is how they are formed. And Jesus says the fig tree and all of the trees. I look at this, and I'm from California. You're from California. I'm not a tree hugger. I'm a tree watcher. And the nation of Israel is that tree. So when I look at everything coming together, this is a 500-piece puzzle up there. There's over 800. 100 end time prophecies to the puzzle that has been put together or I'd say put together by God and it looks like all the pieces are in place I look at all of them and I go this is just an amazing thing some of them will be fulfilled in the millennial kingdom specific to Israel at that time but you look and you go okay the pieces of the puzzle are together it looks to me like God's hand is on that puzzle and he, whenever he decides poof it's all over Uh, or it's all beginning and I look at that and I think what's going to cause his hand to come off this puzzle of the world pieces coming together and everything happening Um, I think it's the rapture when he says whoo come up here and we are up we go up the restrainer has been removed from this planet can you imagine what's going to happen when the rapture takes place because right now it appears that the church is being used to restrain back All of this bizarre stuff that is trying to be pushed on us. People will rejoice, but suddenly they're going to be saddened because they're going to realize that this tribulation has come upon the world. Um, But with all of these things, Jesus did say, when you see these things begin to take place, look up for your redemption draws near. Folks, with that, we are done with 2018. We are going into 2019. We We live in amazing days. We live in exciting days. Um, I'm just like blown away at everything coming together. I don't know if we're, every year I think Jesus got to be coming back, but he's really got to be coming back. How much longer can this train wreck keep going? But everything has come together. So with that, listen, we're going to go into a time of communion. I went a few minutes over. I hope you'll forgive me. Do you think you can stay and finish communion with us? Okay, here's the deal. What a great way to finish the old year, a great way to look into the new year and say, Jesus, I want to worship you in this new year. But before we go to communion, I've got to ask you this. If you are here tonight and you're thinking, you know what, I need to get right with the Lord. All these prophetic things are evidence that the Bible is true. Here's what the Bible tells us, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him won't perish but have everlasting life. Listen, have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sin? have you repented of your sin do you know that when you die you're going to heaven if you haven't asked christ to forgive you of your sin you are not going to heaven when you die you'll be judged for your sin all of the events of the tribulation are going to come true in your life and then judge for your sin at the end of it. you don't want to go there listen if you want to know you're forgiven you want to be forgiven we're going to pass out communion elements And this is what I'm going to encourage you to do. I'm going to encourage you to ask Christ to forgive you before we pass out the communion elements because these elements are given in in remembrance of what Christ has done for us. And if you want to know Christ has forgiven you, you want to know you're forgiven of your sins, you want to know that when you die, you're going to heaven, I'm going to lead you in a prayer right where you're sitting so that you can know that you are forgiven. You do not want to leave 2018 not knowing, going into 2019 not knowing if you're going to go to heaven when you die. So with that, before we pass out these elements, will you bow your heads with me in a word of prayer? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Your word is obviously true. We can tell, Lord, everything's coming together exactly as you said, including the fact that we are saved in Christ alone. There's no other name under heaven by which we can be saved. Lord, I lift up anybody in here to you right now that isn't sure that when they die, not if they die, but when they die, they're going to heaven. Lord, for anybody in here like that, I ask right now you would minister to them.